Hi, everyone. Welcome back to this week's episode of Fat Chat. I'm Laurie Boxer, Weight Nomad Diet Center. I do several consultations each week with new with new people, and uh, I often get what I call the you mean I can't questions uh, based on all the quick fix gimmicky or it just didn't work programs that they did before they came in to see me, such as you mean I can't have unlimited vegetables or you mean I can't have carbs every uh, every day? Oh, no, excuse me, or I must have carbs every day? Or you mean I can't have a weekly cheat meal? And I could go on, but we don't have <laughs> that much time. It's this last point, the cheat day, that I want to talk about today. First of all, having just one cheat day a week is like trying to have just one potato chip a week. One chip turns into two really fast. And let's consider what a cheat day means, shall we? A cheat meal is when, after making all kinds of excuses and rationalizing a bunch of bullshit as to why you should, you allow yourself something that you would normally abstain from. You know, all the things that got you fat in the first place. With perhaps one exception, like the guy who narrowly, you know, cheats death. He could say he escapes death. I cheated death. Okay, with that except, only with that exception, the word cheat can just never be used in a positive way. Cheating on your spouse isn't good. Cheating on your business partner isn't good. Cheating on your taxes isn't good. Cheating a customer by padding your bill isn't good. Cheating on an exam isn't good. Cheating a long line at a movie isn't good. You get the picture. And when it comes to weight loss, that word cheat is especially not good because for most people, most of the time, a cheat sets them up for a bad spell or worse, a point of no return. In my business, We understand this. I mean, we address it at the very first meeting with a prospective client because we know that without exception, people who have weight to lose aren't going to go from overweight or obese to a healthy slim in a perfectly straight line. We also know, again, based on experience, that when we meet overweight people for the first time, most if not all of whom have tried countless times to lose weight, they're anxious about another word, never that they'll never be able to have a drink, that they'll never be able to have a slice of pizza or a piece of cheesecake, et cetera, and so forth. Not true. Would it be wonderful if someone had the strength, the fortitude, the stick-to-itiveness to get to a healthy goal weight without interruption in a perfectly straight line? Of course, but it's not reality. In weight loss, and I know this from personal experience, there, there will be mistakes along the way, some by accident, some on purpose, but there's a huge difference between a cheat and a planned indulgence. We encourage the latter for our client's consideration, and here's why. There are two, I'm going to give you two scenarios. Scenario number one, let's call her Jane. Jane is doing well on her diet. She's making good choices. She's planning ahead for meals and snacks. She's feeling really good about herself, feeling confident and in control. She hasn't eaten anything off plan for a long time, and she's happily losing weight. And then she's at a party or other kind of event. She's surrounded by a smorgasbord of all-you-can-eat crap in an open bar. And with the rationale, well, I've been good. I deserve it. I'll get back on track tomorrow. She starts to pick. And the key word here is start. The stop doesn't happen for a while. She's licking her chops. It sure tastes good for a little while anyway. Those few minute spurts of chewing and or you know, drinking alcoholic beverages are followed by the long ride home. The taste has worn off. She feels lousy about what she did, having given into temptation. She's beating herself up as to why she did it. Her clothes feel tighter uh, just on the ride home because she's puffy and bloated. And of course, the tomorrow that she referred, I'll, I'll get back on track tomorrow, the tomorrow doesn't come. 
She wakes up first thing in the morning feeling lousy physically and mentally. She doesn't remember how good it tasted the night before or how nice the alcoholic buzz felt. She only knows how bad she still feels. She feels guilty, regret, remorse, and she's in a funk, and she sure ain't getting back on track that morning. Scenario number two, also we'll call her Jane. Jane is doing well on her diet, making good choices, planning ahead for meals and snacks, feeling good about herself, feeling confident, in control. She hasn't eaten anything off plan for a long time, and she's happily, consistently losing weight. She picks a date on her calendar. Perhaps she knows in advance she has a special event, an anniversary dinner, a wedding, uh, a planned night out with the girls, etc. And she marks it with a red star as, uh, you know, as her night to have a planned indulgence of something. Uh, a couple of drinks, a slice of cheesecake, you know, perhaps with two forks to share with her, her spouse or a friend, or even a slice of pizza. She's already doing well, but now that she knows that that date is in the near distance, she's going to be even more mindful in her planning and eating leading up to that date, and in so doing, perhaps lose another few pounds along the way. That, e- that event comes, and instead of the old Jane who would starve an entire day or eat sparingly leading up to a special event because she was afraid of what she would find at that event, Jane has planned the whole day leading up to it and is in perfect control, knowing what she would have, knowing what she would have at this event because she went online to see the menu options. She worked backwards from that in her planning. From the moment she wakes up that day, she eats well every few hours, drinks water all day, her metabolism is fed all day, her blood sugar is stable all day, her body is hydrated all day, and she follows through with her plan for the evening. She enjoys every minute of it, knowing that she worked her way towards it, that she earned it. Now, this Jane gets in the car and on the ride home is really happy. She's had a great time, great conversation, is thinking about how in control she was from the moment she put that night's planned indulgence on the calendar. This Jane gets up in the morning feeling great, feeling proud of herself, and has zero guilt about the previous night's indulgence. She remembers clearly how great it tasted, and this Jane is right back on track, in the zone. This Jane is putting another star on the calendar for, say, you know, Saturday night, three or four weeks out, or she's holding off a little longer uh, for her vacation that's coming up in two months, where she knows she'll want to indulge a couple of times during that week. Now, as you can see, Jane number two is in a much healthier space. Taste buds are sensory organs that are found on your tongue and allow you to experience tastes that are sweet, salty, sour, and bitter. While you're chewing, The food releases chemicals that immediately travel up into your nose. These chemicals trigger the the olfactory receptors inside the nose, and they work together with your taste buds to create the true flavor of that yummy slice of pizza or creamy slice of cheesecake by telling the brain all about it. But if you have weight to lose, remember that whatever it is that you're eating or drinking is on your tongue only for a few minutes or a few seconds in some cases. Think about that. So for a few minutes of chewing and giving your taste, uh, giving your buds a taste, you've either A, as Jane number one, set yourself back emotionally and physically, not only because you felt so badly, but also because you probably had to spend another week or two or longer digging yourself out of a two pound or more weight gain hole to get back to where you were before the cheat. Or like Jane number two, 
This is how you always do it, planning ahead to treat yourself, and you either had no weight gain or because you knew that date was coming and lost another few pounds leading up to it, you don't care at all what the scale said the following morning. You're happy and you're right back on track. So whether you're in the weight loss mode or the weight maintenance mode, there is a tremendous difference between cheating and planning to indulge. Cheating is something you should never do. Indulging is something you should certainly feel good about planning to do. In any one of those cases, weight loss mode or weight maintenance mode or indulging, if you don't have a plan for the train every day, you're bound to go off the tracks. And that's my fat chat for the week. Please visit lauriboxer.com to read blogs, listen to podcasts, get info about program services and fees, answers to FAQs, and follow me on my social sites. Until next time, I'm Lori Boxer, Weight No More Diet Center. And remember, nothing tastes as good as being slim feels. Slim feels.